Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another Scale Riders podcast episode. I'm your host, 65 Lokes. We are at episode number 215 on the commute road again, headed out, solo one, OG style. So let's do this. While it's still fresh on my mind, I want to recap on SoCal Open that just happened this uh, last weekend out in the valley area. And man, it was awesome. It was on a Sunday. And, you know, leading up to it, I was just trying to figure out, all right, what should I take, right? Because I was going to be vending. I already knew what models I was going to take. Uh, but I had to figure out, like, as far as, you know, items from the store, what, what am I going to take to the show? So I started diving in to the model kits, the accessories, the tools. And since I... I booked two tables. I was like, all right, cool. You know, visually, this is where I'm going to put this and then this and then this. So this way I can make it all fit. And, you know, I was um, commuting back and forth to work the days prior. And knowingly that, you know, Sunday was going to be my day off for my day job. I was like, all right, cool. I got to be ready, you know, the night before, have everything set up. So this way, load up, early morning, take off. And, you know, I made my way out to the valley. And it was about like a 40-minute drive for me. Early morning, there's not really, um, you know, on a Sunday morning, there's really not much out on the road. So finally, uh, I get there to uh, the city of Chatsworth. And... You know, I think I got there right when the gates opened. Um, so it was about like 7 a.m. Pull in, uh, start unloading stuff. And who do I see? First person I see is Willie. Second person I see is Snacks, Bill. And it was crazy. I was like, dang. You know, first time seeing Bill in person. Finally, after, you know, uh, communicating with each other online. And my first impression was like, damn, this dude's tall. <laughs> And it is it's just crazy because I don't know for some reason I just assumed or thought oh maybe Bill's probably like my height or something you know and and when I saw him I was like dude you're tall bro like dang so you know we we're uh, talking for a bit he was busy setting up awards um, I was running back and forth unloading boxes from the car and finally you know as um, everything was already there one of my homies came through he was helping me uh set up lay out the the table and as you you know look around you're there early so it's only vendors who are there and you know other people that are just setting things up right for the event and it's just a trip like when you see it like this the before right the calm before the storm you know there's gonna be people showing up and these tables are going to get filled up. But for the moment right now, these, these tables are pretty empty. You know, it's not, not much there. So it's, it's pretty chill. And then I see uh, Dutch and Jerry roll up. Uh, they made that drive, uh, you know, all the way. Um, I would say where they're from, it's closest to like San Diego, you know, out from like that direction coming up. So they had a longer drive and they, they came out and... And then there's also uh, the homie, he goes by Mo Customs all the way 
in uh, Visalia, that's like northern California, or like mid-California, that's also uh, pretty far, and they did that commute, so they uh, got there early in the morning, and and then little by little, you start seeing people show up, you know, this time around, when I did my uh, uh, pre-registration, I did it online, I had talked about it before on here, so I had done mine, and this is the first time I did that online this time around, and it was so so much easier, and I highly recommend it. If you ever come out to SoCal Open next year, definitely uh, do the online pre-registration. You save yourself five dollars, you get a raffle ticket, and uh, you get you know everything's already set up. So I'll I'll talk to you guys real quick about the process. So I logged in online, I went on the website. I started to fill out the uh, application, which is very easy. You know, I took three of my cars along with uh, a car that Slowly Models built and another car that Ryan uh, built. So that was a total of five. So when I was filling out the, the, the initial first sheet, I'm filling out my information. And along with that, at the bottom, you fill out the, the name of your car, if you named it something, or just the, the model of the car, right? So let's just say Nissan GTR R35. Right below that, there'll be other sections where you start to fill out, like, you know, something about the car re regarding, like, the details, something that you want a viewer who's walking by or even, you know, someone who who sponsored a trophy uh, to read as they're looking at your model, you know? So you could explain there regarding uh, detail parts, aftermarket parts, brands, things like that, or just, you know, customization things that you did to it. So you can fill all that out. Once you fill out that first one, and now you're gonna, you know, put your second car, you, you click next, and it takes you to the next page. And you do the same thing. Now you just put the name of the car, and you fill out the information regarding that car. And you keep hitting next, next, next. And then finally, once all those cars are entered, you click done. And yeah, at the moment, when you're like on that second, third car, you might be thinking, dang, like, you know, this is taking me a little while, but it's worth it. And it's not really even that crazy, you know? Um, I didn't go too crazy on the de on the details or anything. I just na dropped name the brands that I used on my builds. You know, uh, Aoshima, let's say, Splash Paints, and, you know, zoom on aftermarket products, things like that. So I kept it super chill on mine. And finally, you get everything set up, you submit it, and then after you submit it, you send the payment, and you're good. So the day of show, when I'm there, after I'm setting up, I bust out my models, and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to set them up on the table. So I start setting them up, and I also brought with me the... 124 scale building the scale riders hq that david from spain built for me and gifted so i was like cool let me set all this up and then from there um, all my paperwork for these cars was already printed out it was ready to go so all i had to do was uh get it from you know from willie and 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 once i got that it was like dope all I had to do was just get that little paper and put it underneath the cars, and, and we're good to go. You know, I, I had seen others that did the same thing. They pre-registered, 
they had the paperwork already handed to them when they checked in, when they walked in the doors, and and it was just easy for them, right? They didn't have to fill any paperwork out. It was all done. So by the time, um, you know, later on, more more people started showing up, and I saw people wheeling in cars and little carts, people just walking in, you know, with their containers, carrying them with various cars inside and you know they're they're paying the the registration fee right there 20 bucks and then they give the count of how many cars they have so then they get handed all that paper so if you let's say you bring 10 cars they're gonna hand you 10 sheets and now you have to like find a space somewhere and fill out those 10 sheets of paper right there and and it's kind of kind of crazy because you, you put your cards down you walk away and then you start filling these out or you did the opposite where you like start filling them out first by the time i'm assuming you're done and you're like all right cool i'm gonna start setting these cards down i'm pretty sure most of those uh tables are already like filled up you know and you're like dang like the spaces where i wanted to put my cards like i can't you know so yeah it's kind of it's it's very more efficient and faster if you do it online for pre-registration. I'd recommend it. I'll do it again for sure. Um, I'm not sure if this is how other places do it well. I mean, I've gone to NNL West and I don't they don't do it like that. You gotta it, it's pretty OG where you just you know walk up, pay, get your paperwork, and you gotta fill it out. Um, I wonder if uh, if there's other model shows here in the U.S. or even abroad outside of the u.s that have adopted this that already have been doing this if so like let me know um, i'm just curious to to know how do you guys do it um on, on your guys side of town and your shows you know because yeah it's it's uh it must be hard if you're bringing in like so many cars it must be super hard or you're like dang like how am i how am i gonna do this you know because it's just it's just too many too many dang cars but um, you know, the online registration, you're doing it at home at your own time. Mm. You could even, uh, start filling it out, take a little break, come back. You know, if you have a lot of cars and just go from there, there was, um, like as I got closer to, um, you know, the, the show, like probably the night before I was like, man, I, I should take these other two cars with me. They're not done. They're just like one of them was in like primer stages the other one had paint but it's just not done you know and i kind of wanted to bring them just to have them there just so later people could see them and then later when i get them done um, they could see that progress just because that's kind of the the comfort you get about the soca open you know is that it's very open it's not a a judging where it's like a first second third place where you feel all this pressure. I remember talking with people back then and they always felt this pressure of like not wanting to bring their models out to shows. They would just be like, oh, I just came to check it out. Did you bring any models? No, 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 why not? Oh, I'm not ready, I'm not ready. Like, I don't, I don't wanna, uh, I don't wanna bust out yet. And it was like this fear of, you know, they see some high level stuff there at the show so they want to do some high-level stuff like that as well. And sometimes that takes years to get to that point, you know? And if you're thinking like that, you're putting that pressure on yourself because of the, the, 
the show and, and the vibe, you'll probably never do it. You'll probably never get around it, you know. And and you just gotta you just gotta do it, you know. And and in this show, it's less pressure, you know. Like there's people that I've talked to that brought out their models, and they'll be like, "Dude, like this is cool," you know. Like I finally am bringing out my cars to the show, and they feel comfortable, and, and it's not like they're worried about like oh first, second, third, you know, nothing like that. It's just. You know, it's a cool, chill vibe. You know, you could set your cars up anywhere, anywhere you want, unless if you want to participate in the theme, then you create your car, or if it's already created, you put it on that theme table. And you know, like I said, it's not a first, second, third place, but there will be picks from sponsors for the cars. And you know, aside from that. You know, if, if you have no thoughts of uh, competing or, or no theme or whatever, and you just have your builds, you know, whether they're done or not, you could still bring them and showcase them, you know, on the primer stages and set them up. And that'd be cool, you know, for that. But, yeah, I, I did. I was like, dang, you know, I should have I bought it. But when I packed up all my uh, models in my little containers and then I fit them in this box, everything just fit fine in one box that I just had to carry it all. Along with the building too, I took it apart and then I uh, built it there at the show again. So it just made it very easy for me to be uh, carrying all this stuff because there's a lot of things you gotta, that's on my mind, right? I'm thinking, all right, I gotta make sure I load all this stuff up that I'm taking to van. I gotta make sure I, I bring my uh, tablecloth. I gotta make sure I bring change. You know, there's all these things and the models so and other years I've never really brought models to shows. I just bring my stuff and I'm vending, you know. But at the same time, you got to remember a lot of these models weren't even done yet, you know. Just this year I started completing a lot of these builds that that these three that I brought out that they're done, and I still have others in the works. And from these three bringing them out, it was just a fun time, you know. I got many compliments thank you guys for that and and also just being able to bring your cars and putting them out there with along with others it just felt really good it was a good feeling so that's very very motivational push for myself to finish these other uh, two cars that I have you know chilling down on my bench there's this one van it's a it has a an Aoshima body kit that gives it the style it's called vanning out in japan and this body kit is like very rare they had produced it many years ago aoshima did back in japan and and i guess it didn't take off from what i hear it was out there people bought it but it wasn't really something that that it was really requested as much and they stopped making it they haven't reproduced it I'm pretty sure they could reproduce it, but there's probably no plans in reproducing that. And, you know, this was part of a buddy build with uh, Casey, Slowly Models, and Cam. Uh, Cam, being the one having the uh, body kits, was so nice, eno nice enough to, like, hook us up. And we started uh, working on this. Uh, you know, them two guys finished theirs. And 
I got mine to the primer stages and I got everything installed, the body kit, but I never uh, laid down the paint. And it's a trip because a lot of these vannings, these vans, they have um, like airbrushed drawings of like Disney characters or like just really odd <laughs> characters and things airbrushed onto the vans, right? And they have some very exaggerated wings, body kits, tailpipes, uh, the interior. Sometimes they have like walls of speakers. It's just, it's really wild and pretty crazy the way they have uh, those vans set up. So on mine, I was uh, like trying to wrap my brain, my brain around it. Like, all right, cool. I already know how it's going to look as far as the way it's all set up. Now I got to start planning on the, the paint and, and, and whatnot. But then I started to think, like, I would really want a character, like some kind of, um, you know, anime character on mine. I mean, it's not going to look airbrushed like the way they do it. But if I could find some water slide decals for it, that'd be pretty cool. And I just waited, you know, I waited on that project and I got busy. I never like I put it in a case so it wouldn't get dusty. And I stare at it all the time. It's on my bench. And then finally, you know, the time came and I found uh, an anime uh, decal sheet. And it's cool because these, these uh, decals are pre-cut. So I'm like, oh, sick. Like, I could just, I could use this right here on the side of the vans. This one, this big open space in the back. So I'm starting to kind of plan out, like, where I'm going to put these. And based on the color of these water slide decals is what's going to uh, narrate the color of the car, what the color is going to be. So my plan for this build is paint the car, put the decals, uh, you know, clear it, cover up the decals, make sure they're locked in. And then from there, um, you know, just start um, finishing it up, probably getting some, some tailpipes, create my own, make it kind of wild. And, uh, but here's the thing, for this particular build, I don't think I'm gonna airbrush on this car. You know, I've, I've been airbrushing my cars for, for a while now, and with this one, I kind of want to do a different approach. I want to go back to kind of how I started with when I when I had started using the, the Tamiya rattle cans. This van is, is quite big. It has a lot of space. And, you know, along with the other parts, the parts are pretty much glued. They're attached. So I know I could airbrush it, but I kind of want to just challenge myself and and go back in there and uh, hit it with a with a Tamiya can color. And the same with the clear, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to go for this like really glossy 2K clear for this particular car. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and, and uh, rattle can it with the TS-13 and just, just see how it comes out. You know, I'm not, I'm not like putting pressure on myself, like to have high expectations or like I'm expecting it to look this way or whatever. Um, I, I think it's going to look fine. You know, it's going to look okay. You know? But I just want to try it out. I want to do it. I'm very curious as to like how it's going to be uh, coming out. And and at the same time, I think it's just going to be a faster process for me to get this car done. Uh, because it's these cars are mainly painted in a solid color. There's no uh, there's no, you know, various colors on it. 
or whatever. I was even considering painting it uh, even like a police vehicle where it's just uh, two color, like the black and the white, and then using uh, the waterside decals from a police car on there and just putting a light. I mean, those cars don't even exist like that. But just, I don't know, for fun. So, I don't know, who knows? I might change my mind and actually do that. You know, but for the most part right now, I got my my eyes set on the waterside decals and the uh, the anime ones and a solid color. So um, we'll we'll see what's up. I feel like if I did it with the airbrush, it's just gonna take a longer time, and and I might even risk um, like tiger striping it or even risk uh, I don't know, like putting too much paint in one area than the other with. Uh, with the airbrush i mean i ha- i do have the the ones with the fan tip that shoot at least like two inch um wide width and i know i could use that but i don't know i, I kind of want to uh, rattle can it this time so i'll keep you guys posted when that time comes you know i just gotta decide on the colors and bam get that in uh, sorry went on a little tangent right there but you know, the SoCal Open started to pack up. People started showing up. By the time we reached noon, the I, I, I want to say the, the tables were, like, at full max capacity. They were just, like, packed. I wasn't able to uh, to go outside and look at the one-on-one scar. There was just no time for that, you know. I had to stay at my post. My friend was there helping me, so once in a while I would step away uh, to uh, either, you know, use a restroom or whatever, and then... Uh, take a look at some models but i was only able to see what was closest to me right there it was really hard for me to step away and go browse around and take my time and do all that i couldn't do that you know i have customers who are walking up they want to buy something and i use my phone to scan my products you know everything's barcoded so i have to scan them i have to get them out of stock out of the store if it's sold so this way i'm not um you know selling items that don't get accounted for and then later an online sell comes through and now we have an issue that I don't have the item in stock and it delays that shipment. I don't want to you know, have any of those issues. So uh, the barcode situation is what prevents all that. So you know, I have to scan everything with my phone and at the same time, I'm taking pictures with my phone. You know, So it, it's really, really tough. Like if I come out real quick, boom, boom, I got to take these pictures, I got to come back. You know? And, and sometimes people got questions too, you know, people are got questions with the paint, um, you know, how do I use this, how do I use that, or, you know, what's the size of this, what's the grid of this, so there's all these questions, so you got to be there, you got to be ready to, uh, to ask, and it just made it really hard, you know, um, but I try to get as much content as I could from where I was at, um, eventually, uh, you know, I started to see content from other uh, modelers on Instagram that they were posting online, and I was like, damn, that's dope. Like, you know, I was seeing some cars I hadn't even seen in person, and they were, like, there, but, you know, they're on the other side of the room. So I was like, oh, man, this looks this looks pretty cool. You're seeing some cool stuff right there. And, you know, eventually I was just, like, like telling myself, like, when the show was done and I was driving home, by my, you know, by myself, I was just like, uh, you know, recapping on my mind. All right, what just happened? How did it go? Went down and everything. And what do I got to do next 
that will be better, you know, because you always want to progress. You always want to learn from the first show to the next show and so forth, right? And what I got out of it was that I think next time I vend at an event, you know, whether it's SoCal Open or any other event, if, if I'm booking, let's say, two tables, um, you know, on one of them, set all the vending stuff, and on the second table, I'm most likely going to make space to bring in that, uh, that the first piece to what I'm calling a diorama that will happen, you know, later. But just that, that building, bring it through with the street light and everything. Little by little, I'll start adding more stuff to it. And this way, I'll leave it open. And so this way, when, when my friends or just customers come up to say what's up, you know, I'll let them know, like, if they want to come up and bring their model to take a photo of their model in front of the, the building. And this way, I get to see their model, get to say what's up get to get some photos and you know I'll um, I think I would like to probably do something uh, like some kind of design like something exclusive and and get it printed and then I'll give that that'll be a gift like you know thanks for coming through you know I I would really want to do something like that because um, it's really hard for me to leave my post you know so this way people could just come through and and, and it could be done right there and it'd be it'd be pretty dope uh, I do want to do something like that. So, you know, I, I did put the building out and my cars out there. And I was just thinking, like, man, I should have just left the cars out there, obviously. But that building should have been over here to show it. And also, people could bring their cars. Because later, eventually, towards the end of the show, um, you know, I was talking with Armando. He was showing me this uh, 64 Impala that he painted. It's a replica. And it's a very nice custom car that when you look at the one-on-one scale you see the how wild the paint job is and then you get to see it you know how we replicated it and there's a lot of different patterns and designs and you could just tell there's a lot of work that went into this car and eventually you know i advised them dude uh just move my car and put your uh put your car there and get a photo so then you know they moved the car, they got photos, and then, you know, the space was now open, so now it was just like, it was open to whoever wanted to put their car there to take a photo, and later I started to see more, more photos of people, like, taking pictures of the cars in front of it, and I thought that was cool, you know, and and I was like, man, I should uh, definitely do this, but have it set on my table, you know, so that's one thing, um, the other, the other thing, well, that, that we did this time, that we learned from the previous one was, uh, I had uh, got these like little trays, uh, I guess like little shopping trays or whatever you, you could say, because on the first show, uh, no, earlier this year, I remember a customer, he was picking out, uh, you know, different accessories and stuff like that, and he had them on his hand, you know, and you could tell like, dude, this stuff's gonna probably fall out, of, slip out of his hands, and he and he asked, he's like, hey, you don't have like a little box or or can you hold these? Because I'm still browsing. And we were just conversating with them. You know, we've seen them at some shows and and that uh, that popped up. Like, oh, it'd be pretty cool, you know, like if you had these like little baskets or whatever. He's like, I remember going to like this one store that had this thing and it just made it really easy. And I was like, dang, you're right. We're, that's what we're, we're going to get next, you know. So we did it. We got, <laughs> we got some little trays 
And um, yeah, we had some customers that actually used them right there. So it made it easier to uh, put items in there and just, you know, they pass them to me and then I just do that whole scanning thing. <laughs> and then I was just joking with people, telling them, yeah, dude, don't trip. Next time I'm gonna have these little carts that you're gonna be able to wheel from this side to this side, you know? But um, I don't know, man, it was, it was just it was just kind of funny, but but it, it was fun, it was cool. Like, fun show. Um, I had to bring out all the Zoom on stuff. I was like, I'm bringing everything out to the event, you know? I was like, I'm not, I'm not holding back, you know? Other shows, I've only brought in like a small amount of Zoom on. This time I was like, I'm bringing all the Zoom on stuff out. So it was all there. Uh, a lot of wheels too. A lot of wheels from Zoom on that came in and I'm starting to run low on the wheels. I am gonna be uh, re-upping on some of those models of wheels, but also adding uh, newer ones to the catalog as well. So that's uh, that's going to be coming in uh, for the future, and you know it, it was a really nice show. You know the, the same weekend was uh, what GSL that was going down, and you know I didn't obviously I didn't go. I had friends that went, so to me this was like the first time that I got to see a good amount of friends that went out there, and they were posting content, taking pictures, uh, video. And that was something I never saw, you know, never saw it. I'm sure people took photos, but nobody was posting anything because I never saw anything on Instagram or Facebook. And until now, I'm like, dang, okay, like, cool, you know, stuff. It went down. Hmm. The last show, you know, and who knows? I hope they would bring it back. Maybe if not under that name, under a different, a different name or something, you know. But that was the last one. And uh, a big shout out to Daniel, uh, Daniel Valencia out of Southern California. He uh, knocked it out out of the park. He got so many awards for a lowrider build that he did. And not too long ago, he did a live video with Willie uh, talking about the the car and. You know what went into it and in the future you know I, I got to get Daniel back on the podcast we got to talk about it as well it's just it's crazy the fir- first lowrider car taking to the show and ended up you know taking all these awards uh, to it so that that was crazy you know and I mean there's so many things that that Daniel does that might seem impossible to people, but it's not, you know, he just, he just creates it, scratch builds it. And he just, what he sees in his mind, he'll create it, you know, he'll bring it to life. So, um, shout outs to him. Congratulations, man. Like that's so dope. Did it up right there, represented. And, you know, it's just fun. Like, you know, people get to see, you know, different cars from different parts, different regions of the U S that were there um, at that event so um, and I still keep seeing more and more photos popping up from the event so that was, that was really neat that was awesome and you know with the with, with the events um, Armando also had his event uh, that I had talked about on the show the Pink Motel presentation that happened on a Saturday in the valley as well and you know, on, on the Sunday he brought his he brought it as well to the SoCal Open. 
so he had it there on on display so that was nice it was in uh two places that people could see and i did ask him like hey are you planning on taking this to nnl west next year because uh you know that'd be that'd be pretty cool man this is one of your latest project creations that you just made you know and uh, i'm sure a lot of people up there would love to see this you know introduce them and you know give people like some history as to what is the pink motel and you know what is it that the car club genocide does there you know with these annual parties because the display is a replica of the pink motel along with their cars that are there and the layout as to you know the their annual parties that they host there so uh that would definitely be a really nice uh, piece to uh bring out there to northern uh california you know that'd be pretty cool as far as this year which shows um there is orange con that's coming up and then there also is another show in november that takes place in pomona um uh, some of the organizers from the event gave me some flyers so on some of my orders that are in california i am going to be adding that flyer into the orders until i run out of them and then i'll try to get more uh flyers from them just to spread word uh, i'm most likely my plan i've vended last year and i i plan to do it again this year as well so i want to be there uh vending as well the orange con it's up in the air um, i've never done that event so i think it would be a good idea uh the thing is just the dates i need to uh figure out uh the dates make sure that i have nothing kind of going on in those times so this way i could uh go ahead and do these events so uh we'll see i still gotta uh, work on uh figuring out you know like i had said about um you know like hold being able to step away from the post to take photos and do all that stuff but still have the online store going you know i need to i need to figure that out um so this way i could step away for a bit also and get some shots and stuff like that or video you know for viewers uh on the on my youtube channel and, and go from there so i'll definitely keep you guys in the loop keep you guys posted what's going on uh, with all that and um, on another thing I wanted to know uh, with the online store I did receive a new product from studio 27 you know that's a company that's been around they make products uh, out of Japan and you know it was it was crazy in the beginning it was very strange I could never find their information or get a hold of anybody from that company but i finally i think like after a year i finally located uh who i need to speak with and i finally uh got we got everything going so made it we made it happen i just received uh, my first order from them and you know i'm, I'm getting uh, a lot of their uh their 124 scale carbon fiber uh I guess they call it jackets or you know the the pieces that go to the cars you know it's not a full like a full jacket for the full car 
uh, but but sections for the car that are pre-cut so they've already done all the hard part for you all you got to do is just prep your car slide that on there and you're ready to go um, and then also they have some really nice liveries as well so so far I, I'm starting a little slow you know picking up a little by little and then expanding that uh, that catalog right there so little by little with the, with a lot of the stuff that I'm bringing um, I'm starting off with with those particular water slide decals and uh, and go from there a lot of those decals are geared more towards like the Tamiya kits but there's also uh, one of the kits carbon fiber that's really nice that goes with the Hasegawa a Civic and I was like what I was like I gotta definitely get that you know so uh, I have those now in store they're, they're available God hand products arrived they arrived like the day after the show that was kind of wild I was like oh man this would have been perfect to have but it's all good they're there so I finally acquired those um, so with the sanding pads I mean they make some some of the best sanding pads and this time around instead of buying the individual grits I just went ahead and bought the the group uh, kits kind of like a kit so there's group A group B and then there is this one that's like the main one that has like everything on there and they're all cut in small little uh, pieces so this way you can just select you know and and be able to use all the grits it's such a awesome like little it almost looks like a sample pack because you get everything on that and i posted photos on my instagram so if you're curious about how these look check them out they're super dope that's what i use along with the infinity uh, products so you can't just stick to one sanding um stick or or product when it comes down to it you can't i mean you could but I'm telling you, like, you got to switch it up. Like, you got to have a little bit of everything. Later, you start to learn, all right, these pads are for this. This stick is for this. And and everything just comes in handy when you have, you know, a variety of stuff to use. You know, it's the same with scissors. You know, you don't just use one pair of scissors for one thing. You got to have your decal sheet scissors for just for decals. You have to have other scissors that are gonna cut a little bit more like thicker, rougher paper. You gotta, you even gotta got scissors to cut tape. You know, you gotta have scissors for like everything, for every application, I feel like. So yeah, different applications. It's the same with like airbrush guns or even spray guns. You know, if you if you talk to a, a painter who paints cars, he's gonna have so many spray guns for different applications. You got the primer gun, the paint gun, you got the clear gun, and you know if the little touch-up gun you're just gonna have you know you can't just use the same one for everything you know and and the same even with like the like the sandpaper you know I, I remember buying like uh, sanding sheets and it's just a thin sheet and you cut it and you use it but it's like you know that's evolved like there's just so many things that you could apply a sheet to right so many different products that are out there and trust me they do miracles on there and you know god hand stuff came in they make some really cool products so everywhere from the the very low grit like 120 240 and up and then all the way up to even the polishing pads i got all the polishing pad the different grits that are used uh for uh polishing your models so after you clear coat your car 
and you got a little bit of debris, a little bit of dust, you know, or a little area, a little high rise area that you want to knock out, uh, you can use uh, these uh, sanding pads to smoothen out your car um, before you polish it or even before if you want to shoot another coat of clear onto your model. So you you do have that um, as there, right there. You know, a lot of people use micro mesh, the, the little pads, and I mean, they've been around for a long time, and this is just another alternative right here as well. And um, and all these products are made out in, in Japan as well. So they're, you got a lot of high-level modelers that have been building models since they were probably born, you know? And I mean, phenomenal work. So, you know, you got you got the the right products right there for those those kind of jobs. Um, and then soon, I'm gonna be getting um, the uh, some more Aoshima kits, uh, Fujimi, the Nunu Hobby plots. There was like recently like a, a big drop that just came out that they came out with with my distributor. And I had a lot of that stuff already on pre-order and back order. So uh, that came in. And then like days later, like stuff just kept dropping and dropping and dropping. And I'm like, oh man, like this is all stuff I need for my store. So we finally finalized everything. Everything's done. And um, they're going to be uh, shipping that out to me soon. So maybe within a week or two, I should have all this product in, more product coming in of new stuff and man there, there's a lot of cool stuff that that's going to be coming in that new aventador that uh you know we've been waiting on from aoshima it's i know they have the first version that has like that kind of like a baby blue type color on the cover art that one i've already had this is i'm talking about the newer one the one with the blue like that dark blue box art uh it's that one right there. We uh, we acquired those, so those those are on their way, and they should be here. You know, like I said, within a week or two. Um, you know, I, I was tripping out because normally, you know, when you look online and you look up that kit, right now stores in Japan still have that kit as like a pre-order, right? But then there's other people that somehow found got it even earlier before that so it's it's kind of strange and i'm tripping that my distributor already got it and now i'm gonna get it i was expecting that kit to not even see it until like maybe december because it it, it just takes so long uh but it's actually already here and i'm like what the heck because with every other kit you know they, they tend to show up late and um and it's nice to be able to uh, get that in a, in a nice, timely manner, you know. Right now that there's people that want to build that kit. I know I already got done with one Lambo, but I see this one and I'm like, man, I want to build this one, you know. It, it just looks dope. It looks super clean. So that's one that uh, we are going to be getting in. Also, those uh, Hasegawa wood finishes, the sheets that you could uh, pretty much cut out. It has a, a sticky adhesive you peel back and then you could stick and place on the uh, on your vehicle uh, those I will be uh, re-upping on those those are on their way as well 
And I also added some other ones, like a gold. You know, someone had asked me, like, hey, can you get this in a gold? Because I do carry the mirror finish. Uh, someone had requested gold. And, and yeah, I, w- I managed to get it, you know. Uh, so that will be another one that will be available. And um, they have other other sheets that they have available as well. So little by little, their Hasegawa finishes. The that will be ex- I'll be expanding on that too because they do so many different finishes as well. I believe I even got one that's like a flat black. So uh, on the back of the of it, it shows examples, and I saw that some uh, uh, people that do like the military aircraft vehicles, you could even use that. Uh, for some sections of the wings um, but I'm sure even in a car this is what I'm visualizing like you know some some of the uh, the Japanese like race cars they'll put on their headlight like a little X on the on the headlight and it just it looks pretty cool you could even cut that out cut little strips and make since it has a little back adhesive and you could just uh, stick that on there um, so it has that uh, on the car you know on the headlights or whatever you know but it's pretty neat. A lot of a lot of neat things coming out, you know. And I'm just gonna keep digging. I'm gonna keep digging, trying to find some hard to find stuff, some rare stuff, stuff that has not been in the store. And also, uh, still, you know, consider like the recommendations that I get from customers, you know, of certain brands or or certain products that if I'm able to get, I'll 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 get them in, you know. Um, it's just really hard when I get a request and then I check and I'm like, oh, they don't even have it. Like, I can't even get it. And I got to figure something out later. Like, you know, but at the moment it's kind of like, dang, I can't even, uh, I can't even get that right there. So it makes it, uh, it makes it quite tough. So yeah, I'll keep you guys posted on upcoming shows. Um, anything that I got coming up and then, um, long, this one, last one, I brought a, a print with me. This was like a new, uh, like an advertisement print design I did for the store. It had a little QR code at the bottom, and everyone who, uh, you know, came by the table at the show got one of those. Um, I was giving them away and also putting them in in the small uh, bags. And I kind of want to keep doing more little things like that, you know, uh, with different designs. Once I run, run out of this one, I'm going to do a whole different design and get something new printed. So I'm going to just keep uh, switching it up. The same with like what happens with stickers, you know, like limited edition, come out with them. I already have a couple that I just got. I just haven't really like put them out yet, like haven't uh, promoted them yet. Uh, I'm just waiting to run out of the other ones and then I'm going to bust these ones out right here and uh just keep coming out with like more uh more stuff but the uh the builds that i took to the show you know one of them being the the liberty walk uh huracan i I, before the show there was things i still needed to add to finish it what i felt i mean the car looked done but in my eyes i'm like i don't see it done there was at least uh like five little rivets I needed to add because I had lost them prior and I just went ahead and I finally got them I added them and I got them glued on there so this way they're just you know not gonna fall off uh, one of the final touches I wanted to add to the car was um, the uh, photo etch disc brakes 
so you know I was just doing some digging and thinking and I was looking at the at the the design of it and I was going telling myself there I'm pretty sure you know they've released so many different Lamborghinis through the years I'm pretty sure they made a, a photo edge set for one of these Lamborghinis so I was doing digging and I found a couple different sets and I started to look at the the layout of it and it looked like it matched I was like oh I think this is it I think this is the one that's gonna match it so I was looking at the box art and on this Huracan they have the box art with the the green Huracan on the cover later in years they came out with the Liberty Walk version where the wide body fenders are molded onto the body and when you when you look at these two cars it's like the same car it's pretty much the same car you know it's just it has the wide body but when you look at the the brake setup it's the same pattern so I was like oh this has to be it so they made a PE set for that green one and I was like all right well I'm gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and buy it and take the risk and see what's up so I purchased it online it arrived on time before the show I did a, a test fit and they fit and I was like this is it perfect so I, I took took them off the car after the test fit and then I went ahead and uh, uh, polished them got them up a little dirty and then I just like you know put them on my Dremel got some sandpaper and uh, you know just did that that sand polishing on there to get that shine and once it was done I, I glued them on and then I put the wheels on and it just made a bigger difference it just made it more official for me that I'm like dude like there you go this is the way I wanted the car to look and I was looking at the the, the P set and they offer you some nice uh, mesh uh, like little like like grills right for the car that you cut out and you fill in I had done my own I used the zoom on I remember just cutting mine out and then putting this on there and I mean if, if I would have thought about this or known I would have just used these pieces for the kit because they're already like pre-cut and they're ready to go to add but I didn't know you know and and what I mainly wanted was the the, the disc brakes so um, now now that I know if if I ever do another uh, one of these in the future I'll definitely buy one of those you know just to use some of those parts um, there are a little bit of differences in the in the car or what they give you but I think the majority of the PE items that they give you you can use on the Liberty Walk version so uh, I'll uh, I'll post it on my stories I'll post the uh, I remember taking a photo of, of the kit and the Lambo together. So I'll post that on my stories. So this way you guys can uh, check that out right there. And if you're building one of those um, Liberty Walk Huracans and you want to add a PE, you could always buy this kit, uh, that PE set, and, and use it together. You know, so uh, that's out there for sure. And, you know, just when I look more at my cars and I could see the disc brakes on there, I almost feel like 
it's going to be really hard for me to build a model without disc brakes. Like, it has to have the PE on there. Like, I just like the reflection. I like the look it gives. It makes, uh, it makes it look more attractive because you're looking at the wheels. And if you already like the wheels, then you see what's behind it. You get to see the brake pad painted. It has its little decal on there. And then you also get to see the... Uh, the car the the disc brake itself like shining through and and it just it, it makes it more uh, a, pre, a better presentation and it's almost like what daniel says it's a model within a model you know you gotta you gotta treat each each section like it's its own model you know so uh so that that's kind of the way i see it with that if let's say the the car doesn't come with that at all your model that you're working on um, there's always aftermarket products out there that you can use uh, for that you know I know Zuman uh, Zuman has a set that can be used and and it also comes with the disc brakes uh, they have theirs and you know I'm pretty sure you could come up with something if you want to add that on there you know but but it's a trip max I still remember back then building some models and not even like caring at all not even thinking about it it was just it was just like I just pop on the wheels and it's done you know and um, and now you know obviously as I feel like it, it's like your models grow as you grow you know because when you're young you um, you know when we're young we're immature when we're young we're not as responsible we're not thinking about we're just having fun right we're still kids and as we grow up, we learn through our experiences and then we start getting more mature. Then finally we reach, we reach an age where we kind of have an idea of, we look back and we, and we know what's behind us. If you want to be irresponsible or if you want to like be immature and then we see what's in front of us, what the goal is, if we want to be, you know, mature, responsible, have things in order uh, we see what's in front of us and we see uh, what like good things will come right if I follow this structure moving forward instead of going backwards so and it's the same with the models you know you start off you're doing your thing you got to get your experiences but now as we're going forward we're starting to grow and mature now we're very specific as to the scales. Now we're very specific as to the presentation, very specific as how I want this to look, you know? And and I feel like all of us are, are, are like just growing together. We're seeing each other grow as the hobby grows, you know? Every, everybody who, who's been building for so long, who wanted to achieve, like, oh, I've always wanted to do this, but I haven't been able to, they're doing it now. Right now is the time. And they're doing it, you know? And everybody, I, I feel like every modeler out there has their ability. Everybody has it. Everyone has the talent. You know, even someone that steps in new that probably has no art artistry background whatsoever that steps into it. I give it within less than a year. They're, the skill modeling is going to turn them into an artist with the canvas that they have right in front of them, you know? It's such a beautiful thing. So, I hope you guys have a good weekend. It's Mother's Day this weekend. 
I'll be super busy. Uh, you know, uh, shout outs to all the moms out there. You know, if, if, uh, you know, if, if your mom's there with you in life, you know, call her if she lives far or if you see her, you know, visit her. And if, and if she's not there, you know, um, or, or no longer here, you know, like keep her in good thoughts, you know, uh, remember the good times that you had with your mom. Um, you know, look through photos from, you know, when you grew up with her and everything. And, and, you know, just know that she's always with you. She's always, um, no matter where you go, she, she's there, uh, you know, looking over you. So, um, I hope you guys have a good one. Take care. Um, 65 Lokes checking out. All right, guys. Peace.